Hello and welcome to this crushable cast from Fountain City Sports Media, a show by Kansas City fans for Kansas City fans. My name's Reese, and along with my good friend Armando, we're going to be reacting to the Chiefs game that... Oh, oh, wait, no, the Chiefs game did not happen today because COVID-19 decided to strike the locker room of both teams like a thunderbolt from the heavens. Oh. Armando, what is your instant reaction from hearing that COVID has hit Cam Newton as well as Chiefs practice squad quarterback Jordan Tamau? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, I think it's Jordan Ta'amu. Ta'amu. Ta'amu? Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, I was just getting Tua's name right because, like, everyone's been saying Tua Tunga Vailoa, and I'm like, yo, there's there's no U or N. It's it's Taga Vailoa, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, but I think I think people, it's like, they just, it's easier for them to say Tunga because they know the word tongue. Dumb. But yeah, you're right. It should be uh, Tuga. Tagavailoa. Isn't it Tagavailoa? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like we're all not saying it right. I'm sure it, it has some like weird ancestral like <laughs> In in my defense, H. my name has four letters and no vowels and people have been getting it wrong since I was in preschool. So like I've been there. I understand that, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Regis? Regis Re- Talbot? Rise? Riss? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there we are. Uh, anyway, as mentioned, COVID has struck both locker rooms, causing this game to be postponed. Initially, the report came out Saturday morning that Cam Newton had tested positive. And then uh, it was a little later in the morning, it came out that the Chiefs practice squad quarterback also tested positive. This comes hot off the heels of earlier in the week, the Tennessee Titans having 14 positive tests between players and personnel. So, I mean, this is obviously not connected because none of these teams have a common opponent at this point. But uh, Armando, how did this happen? I, I, I don't know, man. Like when when it first happened and first of all, I want to preface like, yes, there are bigger things in the coronavirus world right now that are happening. And um this is this is small in comparison to what's happening in the world. So I just want to say, you know, everyone that has been affected by Corona, of course, we are, you know, thinking of you all. And and that is the most important thing right now in the world. But because we are a sports podcast, you know, we have to talk about how Corona is affecting sports. So I just want to preface that before we start getting people like Kyle, Kyle, who like starts getting like a fake Twitter account and just starts bashing our podcast while he's in at, wherever he is, Wisconsin. <laughs> at at not Kevin Durant, at not Kyle Neg. <laughs> he's like, Found City Sports Media is a joke. There's so much going on in the world. Why would they talk about this? <laughs> also, Kyle Neg is the best is the best podcaster alive and the best one out of that trio. Kyle Neg is the only reason that I, Kevin Durant, decided that I should stay at the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I left anyway. <laughs> I also can't wait till we do a podcast to just bash the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kyle, just kidding. We're all thinking of you, but let's go back to the to uh, the matter at hand. Yeah, when, when it first came out, I mean, it was super shocking because things were fine for the past three weeks in in football. And Kansas City's doing so well. Like, this is one of the best three-game starts I've ever seen since watching the Kansas City Chiefs. So it really was heartbreaking. And because I'm such like a 
a, a rabid fan, I just started to think of all the negative things that could happen, right? Is it Patrick that has it? Is it CEH, uh, Tyreek Hill? Not only that, you know, does this mean that the that the NFL is canceled? What does this mean for Patrick Mahomes' season? Like, such a beautiful start to the season, such an amazing start. Um, I was super bummed, and you guys were the first per, uh, people that I that I texted. Um, I have an app called the fantasy life app um, that actually is amazing when it comes to um, knowing things before they are posted on ESPN. And it's all very legit as well. Like nothing is on there. That's false information. And it happens so fast. So I, I was just texting you guys like immediately when all these things were happening, but man, I was, I was, I was really bummed not only because of this game, but what it's going to look like in the future for Kansas city going on this season. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy because for the first two weeks, the NFL was so proud, you know, and like thumping their chest saying, yeah, see, we got this COVID thing under control. But this is what's really weird is they had months to prepare for it. I mean, literally, coronavirus happened like two weeks after the Super Bowl, which that in itself is chilling to think about. But it's not like NBA and NHL, which had to like stop where they were. It's not like MLB, who was about to start and had to stop where they were. Like this was the farthest starting point from COVID league wise and they still managed to screw it up, it seems. Yeah, and, and they also had a sample size of of sports organizations that were going through COVID protocols and making it work. So they they didn't even have to like pull something out of their out of their ass to sorry, not a I don't have a better term. But um they saw different people implement good plans. I mean, surprisingly, the uh major league baseball has done it well there hasn't been any outbreaks since the original outbreaks um that those uh teams in the beginning had so they actually had a pretty good system in place nba i think has had the best system in place by doing the bubble but you're right nfl had examples to go off of nhl had a bubble they could have easily just asked you know what what's happening like how do we do this when this all came out yesterday it was about like 9 a.m um that adam scheffner had reported it it sounded like the nfl was on fire like they had no idea how to combat it we were starting to hear well it's going to get canceled it's going to be monday it's going to be tuesday um this person has it. This person might have it. All this happened. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is one of the biggest, not only football organizations, but one of the biggest organizations in, in America, if not the world. And you don't have a plan where it sounds like there is so much chaos happening. Like that's just un- unacceptable. Well, that's what's so crazy too, is that they had so much time and they couldn't even come up with a good contingency plan. Like college football, the conferences that are playing it, have extra weeks built into the back of the season in case there are makeup games that had to happen. And as far as I'm concerned, the NFL hasn't done anything like that. You know, they they ultimately wound up moving the Titans-Steelers game for this week uh, later on into the season and decided to adjust their bye week. But obviously, you know, there's a, a law of diminishing returns in that. You can't just keep flip-flopping bye weeks for teams that have a player that gets hot. Yeah, and and... I know we're going to talk about the uh, the uh, Chiefs schedule going forward because of this, but yeah, they they should have definitely had you know maybe three or four weeks after the sixteen weeks to have for situations like this, especially since um, there is going to be a second wave of Corona. Like we 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 can't lie to ourselves. Like look at what's happening in Europe. I'm not I'm not trying to speculate. Like this is exactly what's happening in Europe. John Hopkins. University put out an article recently saying that there will be a second wave as well. These are very well-known scientists. I I I don't have to say who John Hopkins is. Everybody knows who it is. 
you know, they are playing at a time and they knew this when Corona started that the fall was going to be bad, not only because of Corona, but because of flu season and both of those things going on. Even if it doesn't reach, you know, another 200,000 people, having people in the hospital for the flu and COVID is going to come with a lot of issues. And this isn't anything new. Like the second wave everyone knew about, they knew the fall was going to be very susceptible. And now we're seeing that in the world, not only in sports, obviously, but with political leaders um, and in Europe. In Europe, it's not doing very well, especially in the, in the UK. So like all these facts, right, that we all knew about. They just did not take into consideration, like, oh, whatever, fall, go NFL, let's make that money. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes make. is going to throw a football at coronavirus and it's just going to dissipate. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, someone pointed out, like, everyone's having the worst year of their lives right now, but Patrick Mahomes is having, like, the opposite. You know, won the Super Bowl, half billion dollar contract got engaged, expecting a little one on the way, which, by the way, congratulations. Yes, congratulations, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I, I was I was talking to somebody at work about this. Dude, fingers crossed so hard I'm still living in Kansas City and Patrick's still living in Kansas City by the time his kid's in high school. I want to go watch that kid play high school oh football. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> like, like if he's at Blue Valley North or like... Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! Or like Lee Summit or something. Dude, I would die Dude, if that I would, was the case. I would drive from Col- Colorado... Drive over there, watch Friday night football there, and then hang out with you on Saturday, and then watch Patrick on Sunday. Like that sounds like that sounds like the like dream. Like no like no like um, Mexico summer vacation or spring vacation. Uh, for for my vacation, I want to watch Patrick Mahomes Jr. <laughs> Actually, do we even know if it's a boy or girl? <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't think we know yet, but I mean, I mean it won't if matter. it's a girl the kids too, yeah, play high school football. I'll watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yes, congratulations, Patrick. Congratulations, Brit- Brittany. But yeah, Patrick's having the best year, and he also I think he just bought a Ferrari that's supposed to be like oh. super nice, obviously, Was which it he a deserves. Maserati and he, even oh no, yeah, Maserati. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. he's like as like the coolest car in Kansas City. He's probably driving down Ward Parkway, like windows down. He's like, I d- I'm having a baby goat. <laughs> Would that make it a kid? I'm having a kid squared. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Patrick Mahomes bringing joy to us all. That's even true. In the midst yeah, of now, COVID. now I feel much better. Well, so if if and buts were candies and nuts, then every day would be Christmas. We'll talk later on about like what the <laughs> NFL can do to like curb this and prevent it later on. But here's what we know going forward. So far, these are the only two tests that have been positive. Nobody else on either team has come out positive. Uh, the game itself has been moved to Monday night. So now we have a Monday night doubleheader with the Chiefs Patriots going at it at 6, followed by the Green Bay Packers and the Atlanta Falcons playing, I believe, at 7.30. And sorry, I just want to jump in before we move on from there. I'm still concerned about the game for tomorrow because the incubation period for coronavirus is not just one or two days, right? So if, if, if we are to think that Cam Newton got this and tested positive for the first time on Saturday, which is yesterday, even on Monday we might not even know if someone has it because of the the incubation period i actually looked up uh um i looked up a stat from dr alan wells the university of pittsburgh medical center doctor he says 
A negative test within less than seven days after exposure is a very poor indicator of whether you have the virus or not. Some tests are less accurate than others, and you have to factor in the incubation period. A negative test between seven and ten days of exposure is a better indicator. Which is kind of unsettling <laughs> because you they only have a two-day turnaround from when they found out that Cam Newton had it and Jordan Ta'amu. Uh, and sorry, Jordan, if I'm saying your name wrong. But what I mean, do do we know if Jordan was in contact with Patrick Mahomes? We know that he's a Patrick or he's a he's a practice squad quarterback, but were they in the quarterback room together? You know, we haven't heard any of that, so I'm still concerned about tomorrow's game. I mean, I'd like to believe they're probably sharing a film room, but probably being really smart with their half-billion-dollar man in regards to, like, how close they're having to be to other people, whether whether or not he has a mask on. And, I mean, I assume they're playing outside right now for practices, unless, you know, they're at an indoor facility. I don't know right now. But I think it's safe to assume he's been around Jordan. Playing devil's advocate on all this, one thing that gives me a little bit of hope is the fact that Tennessee played the Minnesota Vikings last week, and while Tennessee's got like over a baker's dozen personnel that have COVID right now, the Minnesota Vikings don't have a single positive test. Fair. And that's with a bunch of guys in an enclosed stadium rolling around on top of each other, coughing and high five and playing grab right, right. Okay. Yeah, no, fair. I mean, I, I would of course love for none of this to happen, right? But the the chances of tomorrow morning when they get tested again that someone has it is still Maybe not very likely, but there is still a chance. And then if that, then, you know, then what? So I'm still a little concerned and I know Kansas City fans are concerned and this is a Kansas City show and I'm just kind of a, a you know, I'm, I'm a diehard fan that always thinks of the worst because I'm concerned. Um, and I've, I'm sure people feel the same way. Well, let's talk about some concerns I have going forward then. So this game obviously got moved to Monday night. But then if we're looking forward, the Chiefs play the Raiders Sunday the 11th and are then slated to play the Buffalo Bills Thursday the 15th. That gives us three games in 11 days. Now, here's what makes this even worse, is that the Bills are slated to play Tennessee next Sunday. So if Tennessee is still too hot to play, that means the Bills are only playing two games in a 13-day stretch as opposed to three and an 11. Do you think this is going to go through like that? Or do you think the NFLPA will step up? Clark Hunt will step up? What do you think? I don't think, I mean, maybe they will step up, but I think that the NFL is going to put their foot down on this because things are so chaotic already that they're trying to stick with norm normalcy as much as they can. And it looks like they don't have a contingency plan to then move the season out even longer than 16 weeks, which would they would have to do if the uh, if the Chiefs were to play these three games, I mean, the only way to make it work was just to spread it out a little bit more. But if they spread it out, then that means that they, they would either have to give the Chiefs a bye now or I mean, it's just, it's so convoluted. And then if they give the Chiefs a bye this week, that's going to affect everyone else's bye week as well. So I think they're going to put their foot down on this and make Patrick Mahomes play three games in 10 days, which in there is a good argument or a good conversation to have is Andy even going to let Pat play all those games is he even going to let Tyree Kill play all those games or people that are injury prone like Sammy Watkins like uh, Frank Clark Chris Jones are they all going to play these games or is Andy going to um, sub people out well see I hadn't even thought of that I just immediately thought about changing the schedule which 
if I want to stay on that track for one second, dude, if I'm the NFL, no disrespect here, but you're not playing around with the New York Jets who are going to be wandering in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. This is Patrick <laughs> 40 Mahomes. 40 years and 40 decades. <laughs> exactly. You're dealing with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs who are set to be your bellwether cash cow for the next 5, 10 plus years. Do you really want to play it fast and loose with this? Right. And can you can you read those teams again? You said Raiders, Buffalo. Who was the last team they're going to play? Uh, just in this stretch right now, we have the Patriots Monday, the Raiders the following Sunday, and then the Bills that yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so look at all those teams. The Patriots have an excellent defense, right? They're not elite anymore, but that is a very scary defense that's going to put some wear and tear on the O-line, if not on Patrick. The Raiders are also proven to have a pretty good D-line as well with Max Crosby, um, Colin Farrell. Like Both of them are playing extremely well. Um, they didn't play well against the Patriots, but their defense looks good. And Buffalo has arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL. So Patrick's going to be facing all these teams. And even if we scheme well against them, it's going to have wear and tear for all of them, especially our O-line who already is kind of beat up. Well, I don't want to complain too much, but like this is going to be a big statement game for Buffalo. You know, Buffalo is kind of like on the outside looking in in regards to like elite real potential for a Super Bowl kind of team. That plus, you know, the competition with Josh Allen being like, I can throw farther than Pat Mahomes. You know, they're going to be going out there looking for blood. They'll be rested. They'll be taking it too seriously. You know, we'll be on our third game in 11 days. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if I'm Andy and I just want to flex real hard because I know that we're going to make it to the Super Bowl or we're going to make it to a game against maybe the Steelers or maybe make it against the Ravens in the playoffs. I might not even play Patrick then against Buffalo. Like, okay, if I'm if I'm Andy and uh and Roger Goodell tells me, no, you have to play these games, and he's like, fine. Here is recently COVID re re recover, sorry, COVID recovered player Jordan Ta'amu, and now he's gonna start against the Bills. And let's see what you think about that. Why don't I start Matt Moore against the Bills? Let's how you let's see how you feel about that. Go ahead, Patrick. Go ahead and sleep and take care of your your baby goat for the week because I don't want to risk any injury. Well that's a really good point. And I mean that really would send a statement if Andy Reid's just like, you know what? I'm going to pull a Greg Popovich. I'm not playing any of my starters, and you get the second team in the practice squad for your highlight game. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he can put Patrick as questionable on Saturday. He can say, oh, his knee is acting up or something. Because if I'm there, I'm not looking at this three-game stretch as this is our season, right? Our season is getting a ring, and if that means that we need to sit some players during this three-week period, I mean, people already sit players when it's a two-week turnaround when you're playing a Sunday game going into a Thursday. Like, teams already start to sit people. Three games in in 11 days? Yeah, you're definitely going to see some subs in there. Well, personally, if they are going to do that, I hope they do it against the Raiders. A, because we have a better chance of winning that game with our second stringer still. And B, I don't know if you remember, the Raiders just got busted for having a bunch of people in for a team meeting or a party like that, and they were not wearing masks. So if they're going to start showing up hot for COVID tests, it's going to be this week. And the last thing I want is for there to be like one or two and they'll say, we'll play anyway. 
And by the next Monday, they find out they have seven or eight, and they've been, you know, running up against our players, and that could potentially screw us down the line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely a cause for concern. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. But if I'm Andy, I'm pulling a bold move and saying, fine, let's let's lose one to the Raiders. Fine, let's let's lose one to the Bills, whatever. I don't care. Our our goal is to prepare against the Ravens, against the Steelers, against the Saints. Like those are the people that we're looking at. We're not looking at no Raiders right now. Amen. All right. So going forward, what can the league do to prevent more cases from happening? Uh, I mean, as I mentioned before, the Titans had 14 players earlier in the week. They just had two more positive tests yesterday, bringing it up to 20 players slash personnel within the organization testing positive for COVID. Uh, I know they're having a team, uh, not a team meeting, they're having a league meeting on Monday to see if there was any protocol broken, because I think they're starting to kind of, you know, like go down that rabbit hole a bit. Do you expect to see any sort of punishment doled out for the Titans and for future people that break protocol? And if so, what kind? Yeah, I mean, if if, if we look at this uh, at, at this disease as being deadly, which is what it is, there should be at least a significant fine to them not doing the protocols. So I know that the Titans are now being looked at to see if um, their offensive line coordinator, I believe, who initially had it, that he was not um, telling the NFL that he had symptoms and that he could have had symptoms during the whole time and just didn't say anything. Also, there's um, the the NFL is investigating whether they were wearing masks at the facility. Um, they're actually going to make the uh, Titans turnover video from their their building to see whether players and staff were wearing masks. So if they weren't doing those things, I think a fine is completely appropriate. And to go even further, if it happens again, right, say after this week, they're fine. Week 10, Titans come back and someone has it. Um, and then they see that they weren't wearing masks. Kick them out. Kick them out just like Major League Soccer did, right? They, they a, a bunch of teams weren't following protocols. They're out. They're out. Same with the NFL. There's just so much um, liability there for the big-time players. Just like you said, you can't get Patrick Mahomes sick, right? You You can't get Lamar Jackson sick. You can't get Aaron Rodgers sick. You know, all those are very big liabilities, not only as humans, but of course, money implications for the NFL. Two strikes, you're out. Well, the thing is with the MLS's back tournament, it was the perfect storm for them, whereas the two teams that got booted out were part of that really awkward six-team division or six-team pool within that tournament. What do you do then if you kick the Tennessee Titans out? Does every team for the next 13 weeks that plays the Titans just get like an extra free bye week and everyone else has to kind of be like, you know, tough cookies? That's how it is. Yeah, I don't know whether that happens or they reschedule it so that maybe there is no week 16 or or maybe there's like a half of a week 16 and just try to move the games. Again, that is a PR nightmare. That's a that's a scheduling nightmare. But it's better to have that scenario than to risk the lives of the players and just it, you know, from everything shutting down. I would rather have a undefeated uh, and it's crazy that the Titans are undefeated, but I would rather have an undefeated Titans out of the league than to not have any football at all. Well, and this is what we're getting back to with our original question, which is like, why? how did this happen? Why did the league that had the most time to prepare not have like any sort of contingency plan? Uh, okay, so going forward then, let's say worst case scenario, there's a few more of these COVID cases where there's one or two players where they have to reschedule a game. 
you know, now you can't just be handing out free bye weeks and delaying things or moving a game back a day. How do they adjust the schedule going forward? Do you think they're going to add extra weeks, extra buys, delay the playoffs? What do you think? Yeah, I think if this gets worse, then they will delay the playoffs and add weeks to make up for those weeks as long as they don't kick out certain teams that are uh, violating a lot, right? Like like if it happens to the Titans twice, if it happens to... I mean, like you don't punish the uh, Patriots or you don't punish the, the Chiefs for what happened with them because they were pretty good about... Um, pretty good about testing they were good about being open about what was happening you know who had it of course Andy Reid is incredible and 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 he has also been pretty proactive about coronavirus and and um, trying to be safe with his infamous um, <laughs> mask or his shield his uh, the uh, will now be known as the Andy Reid shield he can probably sell that on eBay for like five grand I would probably put a bid in on Andy Reid's game one face shield. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, that, that stuff he's been using on his mask from that that hockey team supplier has oh, yeah. been working well. That thing is glistening. What, shaving cream? Barbasol? <laughs> yeah. So then, I mean, this has to kind of be, or this, this kind of has to go without saying then, right, that there's going to be some sort of playoff bubble at this point now right i mean they now they have time to think ahead and be like okay guys the nba went off without a hitch mls is back largely went off without a hitch nhl went off without a hitch are we going to do a playoff bubble just to avoid having some sort of major stumble at the finish line yeah i'm, I'm gonna ride on my own coattails uh in the beginning of a season when we talked about um the season preview i had mentioned i said hot take the nfl is gonna shut down if they do not be in a bubble if it's going to be that they can go home that they can go to yeah, Oklahoma Joe's that they can go to you know Jack Stack and all that because the bubble has proven to be significant and I think Major League Baseball is also now in a bubble for the playoffs is that right yes uh off the top of my head I cannot remember where the bubble is but they are in a bubble right. for the playoffs. so so every major league team right NBA NHL MLS MLB have all done some sort of bubble. It would be incredibly idiotic if the NFL does not try to do that. I've heard that the NFL might even try to do a bubble during the season, but of course this is just through all the chaos that has happened. I know Adam Scheffner reported that some people were thinking of it, but who knows what's going on. I mean, Adam Scheffner posted, <laughs> I actually put down the number i think it was like he put down like 20 posts about covid on twitter last night there's just, there's just so much going on i know that one of the plans could be that they do a bubble pre-playoffs but if they don't do it for the playoffs that's just stupid because every single other um sports organization has done that and they've done it well Schefter posted 20 tweets about COVID, not 19. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Hey. Right there. Uh, all joking <laughs> Some aside. Knights Templar right there. <laughs> all joking aside, if I had to look forward to a bubble, I mean, they would probably have to put it somewhere like Los Angeles, right? Because that way you'd have the LA Coliseum, the Rose Bowl, SoFi Stadium for the Super Bowl. And then even if you really needed, you'd have the StubHub Center where the Chargers languished for the last few years, right? So that would give you four potential stadiums for you know a playoffs of four or five weeks 
Yeah, yeah, you can do that. I think LA is a great choice. You're right. I think you can do it in pretty much anywhere if you scheduled it right. I think you can do two 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 games a, a day in the same field. If no, I was gonna say you can do three, but probably not. You probably do one afternoon game, one evening game. You know, they're about three hours each. It'll give enough time to fumigate or whatever. Do your sanitation periods. But if you do a weekend, right, you do an afternoon game and a night game on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's six games. Yeah, that's twelve. That's twelve teams. So I mean, where else? Uh, it could it could happen in a in any city i think like where, where else do you put it maybe like houston because you have the texans stadium i suppose you could convert minute Maid park into a football stadium if you had yeah. to you have you have a university uh, of houston down there rice uh, and also maybe if florida i mean maybe if if the whole disney world experiment works the they the r- resort towns are already being used in this type of way if they're able to go down to florida and use someone's stadium down there you know maybe dolphin stadium i don't i'm not really sure who they can use but that might be a good setup because they've done it before can i nominate the nfl does like their own version of fight island like ufc wants to do and they just like i don't know put this out in like the galapagos somewhere (laughs) it's like roger roger goodell builds like the best stadium ever in some like random island they put the guy in Firefest in charge of housing and everyone just has like their own little like crappy dome Everyone's hut. in like a hut. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes in this like king hut that yeah. the fire guy is like with him in like, yo, I'm with Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. Yeah. The stadium's like atop an active <laughs> volcano or something like that, you know. Andy Andy Reid just made a, a sand castle. <laughs> <laughs> He's drawing up plays in the sand. He's like, hold on, guys, I got this. <laughs> Stop blowing sand my way. <laughs> that would that would be a pretty fun like not only football games but like reality show like way 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 better than whatever the HBO series they have right now. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, yeah. It's it's all fun in games until you know like Lamar Jackson finds the Tiki Idol from the Brady Bunch Hawaii episode <laughs> and they're just cursed. <laughs> I think they're already cursed, but that's that's just my opinion. We'd like to thank you for joining us today on Fountain City Sports Media. This podcast is brought to you by listener support, so consider becoming a friend of the podcast. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash FCSM. Find us on Instagram at FountainCitySM to get updates on the podcast, sports, and of course, the goings-on in the beer industry. And as always, I'm Reese, and alongside my good friend Armando, we thank you for tuning in to Fountain City Sports Media. 